With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. A lot of fans do know who he is, but I don't think he's a big enough household name where you just throw uh, a Polynesian name out there and people are like, oh, we know what that guy does. Well, I mean, he's, he, you know, the, the, the Polamalu comp is sim- simplistic because of the Polynesian descent, but he's a do-everything safety who is impossible to game plan against because he freelances. And so he makes an impact against the run. He blitzes and he's a complete ball hawk. He, he has some Ed Reed in his game. He has some Polamalu in his game. And so if they are vulnerable against the pass, he plays more in coverage. If they're vulnerable against the run, he comes up into the box and plays more against the run. Uh, he, he helps disguise their coverages a great deal. And I think that he would have, and I know they've been playing for a long time without him, and this is maybe a place that people would not expect us to start, but his replacements have been a rookie and a journeyman. Jair and, Brown from Penn right. State. And, and I think that given their investment on the defensive line, which we've talked about in Hargrave and Armstead and then the trade for Chase Young, they haven't really gotten the production they've needed opposite of Bosa. If they had Hufanga, I think he would be the piece that would be helping that part of their defense. And because he isn't there, it's shocking, given the draft capital and the actual capital, the money, that they've used on that side of the football. But their defense, I mean, the Packers ran all over them, should have scored more than they did. The Lions, both Montgomery and Gibbs, ran all over them. That game easily could have gone the other way. Obviously, the Ravens blew them out. The Chiefs have the better defense and the better quarterback in this game, not to mention Andy Reid, who I love Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has has some very questionable big game moments. So you have to give the coaching edge to the Chiefs as well, especially when you factor in Spagnolo 
and Dave Tobe, the special teams advantage is pretty significantly in Kansas City's factor here. So the skill position talent is very heavily in the Niners' favor, but I actually think every other facet of the game, including coaching quarterback and defense, pretty big ones, tilts to the Chiefs. See, this is why doing this show with you is so much fun, but it's also so challenging. Is that a Corona light or a regular Corona? It's a regular Corona. Did you drop a lime in there? Or oh, is it I didn't. Lime? I don't. I don't have. I don't have a lime, so I'm just straight Corona tonight. In February, you're beautiful. Thank I, you. That's just such an odd drink choice for this time of year. I don't know what it's the weather was season. like in Chicago. You're talking Super Bowl. You're drinking beer. Coronas, bro. Where do you, we're not in we're not in uh, Cancun right now. You're in the Windy City. I mean, Relax. I would expect some kind of like stout. Like, do you have any Guinness in the house? Um, I'm not as much of a man as you are, Pony. But you were you were about to you were you were on the cusp of complimenting me. I think, and, and it was not it was sip. not page it was not patronizing whatsoever. I was going to say that the, the 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 beauty and challenge of doing this show with you is. Sometimes you give an answer and you get rolling and you say so many things that it like I have to figure out from what you said, what's the number one thing that I want to react to? Because there was a lot that you said there in that answer. Sorry. Um, no, it's it, it's it's fine. It 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 sounded, I think, maybe a little bit erudite at the beginning to like bring up a safety as a reason why San Francisco's defense is crumbled. You take away one piece, the Jenga thing collapses. But I lived this a couple of years ago. The Steelers had, and I'm not talking about Watt now because TJ Watt speaks for himself. He's one of the, he should be winning defensive player of the year right now, but he's getting robbed because this is the one award apparently where PFF matters. Now I'm going to go off on my own side tangent. Can I just for a second, PFF is not being used as a measuring sticker tool for any other award, but here it is for defensive player of the year. Which can we at least have, if, if we're going to cite their stats like we do war in baseball, can it be applied to everyone? Because if you do that, then Josh Allen would win the MVP over Lamar Jackson. And we know that's not happening because he had a better quarterback grade. But anyways, I digress. Um, I lived this back in 2021. The Steelers lost a guy named Tyson Alualu, who's just a nose tackle. He's not great. He's just a good player. But they didn't have a replacement, and he was their best guy inside against the run. And they went from, people know the Steelers, they're typically a very good defensive team. They were top 10 this year. They took him out, and they were the worst run defense in the league. They plummeted to 32nd. Sometimes a player is so valuable, so vital, so irreplaceable, and unless you follow that team every day, the, the outside world doesn't know that, but we've reached the, the point now where it's the Super Bowl and there's a magnifying glass on both of these teams, a microscope, if you will. And I think you're making a point now that I'm hearing a lot of other smart people make that this guy got subtracted from their defense and it completely changed. So I'm not sure how they get around that, uh, to be honest with you in this game. Because Pacheco, Pacheco did not run the ball well against Baltimore, but outside of that, he's been a force for the Chiefs in the playoffs in two out of the three games. The, 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 the one rebuttal I'll have is actually just to flip it. How confident are you that the Chiefs can stop the 49ers run game? Because the Ravens run game stopped itself in the AFC right. championship game. The Chiefs didn't. The Ravens voluntarily decided that they didn't want to run the ball 
And if you look at McCaffrey's touches in the two playoff games, they are feeding him. I think he's averaging 24 touches a game. The Chiefs were 18th against the run. And I don't see a whole lot of evidence that if that's what Kyle Shanahan does, if he just hands the ball to Christian McCaffrey a lot in this game, I'm really not confident that the Chiefs are going to be able to stop that. The Bills did it for most of the first half of that game two, or now three weeks ago, and they had a lot of success running the ball on the on the Chiefs. And now part of that was they had a running quarterback too, but Shanahan is such a smart offensive game planner and schemer, great run schemer, and he's got the best running back in the NFL at his disposal. No, I mean, McCaffrey is a guy that if I was, if I liked the Niners, I would be betting him for MVP because I don't really see a formula for the Niners to win without him having 150 yards from scrimmage and a couple of touchdowns. And I think that's obviously possible, but I, I think he has to have a massive game. And I completely agree that he's a matchup nightmare, but game script, man, like game flow chiefs get out to a lead And if Purdy throws an interception, which it feels like he should have a few this postseason, and the Chiefs get to play from out in front by 10, 14 points, Shanahan is going to be in a tough spot. And will he repeat the mistake that Baltimore did of just abandoning the run game? Obviously, he shouldn't. But I do think that there is a scenario where... The Chiefs are able to score against this Niners defense that has just not been good against good teams. And I didn't plan to bring this up as early as here, but like, I did not know about these Mahomes in a dome stat. Are you familiar with this? Mahomes in a dome. He's 11 and 0 with 26 touchdowns against two interceptions. Now, he lost at Lucas Oil last year, but the roof was open. So there's a small caveat there, but this guy, when he gets to play and he's, he's four and at Allegiant, the Raiders plays when he gets to play on a fast track in a dome, he's even better than he's been. So I don't think that the Niners are, I don't think this is going to look like the AFC championship game where it's 17, 10 and you know, I know the, the the Ravens committed a few turnovers in the end zone and they still could have won the game, but that was a slugfest after the first quarter. I don't think that's what we're going to see here. I don't think the Chiefs offense is going to struggle to move the ball or put it in the end zone. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Wouldn't it be something if it were flipped? Because what we're describing here, and I think I think it's I think it's the right um I think it's the right narrative or storyline to to, to track and to point out leading into this game. We're, what we're basically saying here is that the Chiefs are playing a lot better than the 49ers right now. Just to kind of, to, to condense it into one sentence, that's what you're saying. 
And you're bringing uh, yes. up, you're yes, bringing up historical stats that also would would make you feel like not only have the Chiefs played better to this point in the playoffs, but there's good enough reason to think they will it will continue to be the case uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. It's funny because I think that was the same conversation going into the 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl. Like that game, what did Kansas City do? They fell behind huge in both of their home playoff games. They got behind big to Houston. They got behind big to Tennessee. And then you brought it up again. They got behind big to the 49ers even in the Super Bowl. So they they were down, what, 10 with seven, eight minutes left? So it just felt like with those games, before each game, hey, they can't afford to – you can't do this again. You can't keep digging yourself a hole. You can't keep getting down in these games. Well, they did, and they won a Super Bowl that way. And the 49ers, I think you I think you made the point about giving up on the run game. Well, they that can't happen against Kansas City. If you do that, you're gonna lose. I, I will allow that Kansas City is better than both teams the 49ers beat in the NFC playoffs, and their defense is better for sure than Detroit and Green Bay. But I think it would be ironic if Kyle Shanahan, who's synonymous with being the offensive coordinator in 16 with the Falcons and being the head coach when the 49ers lost in the Super Bowl in 2019 to the Chiefs, if that's their journey to a Super Bowl, where they fall behind in each game and actually find a way to come back and win each game. Because they've gambled in these two. They, they, they've been down in, in both. Of, they, could e- they could have easily lost to Green Bay, and they should have lost to Detroit. They really have no business being in this game. Correct. And, and and so, like, here's the question for you as someone who is picking the Niners in this spot. And, yes, they are favored, and obviously, you know, neither team is going to be a three-point favorite. It's a coin flip game. Either team can win. It's a Super Bowl. All of those qualifiers. They shouldn't be in the game. And, and Purdy threw, what, four picks against the Ravens. He was brutal against the Browns this year. And I don't know if you read Bill Barnwell's long Super Bowl preview, but he went back beyond this year and pulled the seven starts that he has against like top 10 uh, defenses. The Niners are four and three, but his QBR drops over 20 points from what his what his career QBR is. And everyone's drops against top 10 defenses but it averages a drop of like four points. His drops by 20. Like he has not been good against good defenses this year in a small sample. Not that his whole career is a small sample or in his career. They, they have a winning record, but he himself has simply not been good. And the Chiefs defense is really damn good. It's that kind of research that made uh, Bill Barnwell your pick for football writer that you have to read. I got to read him. He made the top five. You couldn't even come up with four more. It was just Barnwell, Barnwell. Neither can you. Barnwell, Barnwell. Yeah, I actually felt bad about that. The guy that I felt, not that he cares, but the person after we uh, did our Ask Ask Me Anything segment who I thought about, who I do like a lot, is Mike Sando. I like his column each week in The Athletic. I think he does a good job. He does like a five or six bullet point thing or five or six questions. I think it's... Very All right, well get back done. to how you're picking Purdy against a good defense. How am I picking Purdy against a good defense? I'm not picking Purdy against a good defense. I think you're it's a trick McCaffrey. question. I'm picking McCaffrey against a good defense. Absolutely. 
Uh, he should be winning MVP tonight. He's not because they haven't given the MVP award to a running back since 2012 with Adrian Peterson. And the guy needed to challenge the single season rushing record in order for them to do that. Um, I thought he was the best player in the NFL this season. Uh, most dynamic, most complete, a touchdown machine. And he seems healthy to me right now. So I'm picking them on the backs of him. And then the other one is, the other reason why I like him, uh, I just think Debo Samuel, with an extra week to get ready for this game, can be an X-factor player for San Francisco. 